At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. There's a lot of added pressure when you ha- when you have a relationship on social media. Oh you my got, god, got tons of people commenting it, on it. So every single day I get comments like, "Yo, get back with her." I'm like, "Yo, dude, like you just don't." <laughs> You're get like, "It's it. been months." <laughs> it's, like, it's like you just don't get it. Yeah, like, just things were and not working. What up, everybody? I'm Lance Stewart, and you're watching Living Large. Welcome into the podcast, episode 27 of Living Large. We have a little bit different of a setup today. I got two couches, a little more comfortable, a little more relaxed. If you guys are listening on YouTube, make sure you guys drop a thumbs up on this video and uh, subscribe. And if you're listening on a podcast app, rate us five stars. Why not? Let's get to that number one spot. Today's guest... For the first time in a long time in Los Angeles, finally I get to interview you, Lance Stewart, Lance210. Yo, 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 what the, up? The pseudo name? Why, what came, how do you come up with Lance210? Where's the 210 come from? Yo, it's a funny story. Um, so it was actually, like, I used to do YouTube, like, back when I was, like, nine years old. And uh, do you my have any fans, or were you just like trash? No, I was just like just starting <laughs> out, man. I um I actually I made a YouTube channel called Pokey Hacker Two Ten because I played like Pokemon okay. video games and stuff, and um I didn't know what to name my channel, so I just took like Pokey and I took Hacker, and then I just I used my house number Two Ten Two Ten, yeah, and then um eventually. Like a year later, I, I got a PlayStation and my PSN. Um, I just made Lance 210. You know, it's funny. I feel like a lot of people's nicknames derive off of like stuff like that, like their AIM. My AIM screen name was Donezone05. And then everyone at school called me Dones. And that's why I like my second account and my main account used to be called Dones on Instagram. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't even remember my AIM. Wow, that's going back far. Kids, kids <laughs> listening to the podcast right now don't even know what AIM is. Basically, before... Before social media, it was social media. Yeah, guys, make sure to add me on MySpace, by the way. <laughs> uh, but, yo, let's get into First and foremost, you moved back to Jersey. You lived in L.A. for a, for a hot minute, but you hate L.A. Why do you hate L.A. so much? Uh, I mean, I lived in L.A. for like four years, and this is the thing. I've, I've been trying to like narrow this down, and I don't think I specifically hate L.A. I think um, at the time when I moved back home... I was in a very bad mental state, and I wasn't surrounding myself with the best, most positive people to be around. Here so, or back in, yeah, in Jersey? Yeah, in, in L.A. Okay, okay. So it was kind of just like a battle of being around negative energy the whole time, and it was really affecting me really bad. It was making me depressed, and I kind of just needed to like get the frig out of here and go back to Jersey. Was that a difficult decision for you to make? Not really. I didn't. I didn't really feel like I was doing anything special out here at the time, so I was just like whatever i'll just i'll just go back home to my family be there right. with them what what uh you, did, when you first moved out here did you move into 1600 vine like yeah. everybody else yeah <laughs> talk about why you got evicted from 1600 vine um <laughs> <laughs> yo so one day i i was bored and you know always trying to think of creative videos yeah. and i was like yo 
the stupid idea. I was like, yo, let's let's go ding dong ditch everyone in the freaking complex. Uh, my dumb ass. And, and uh, that's exactly what we did. I set up cameras down hallways and I would go and ding dong ditch every single door and then try to get the people's reactions. Like everyone's like sticking their head out right, wondering right. what's going on. So I did it to like four different floors and then security got called on me. And I had security come up to me. They asked me if I was doing it. I told them no. And then I continued to do it. I probably should have stopped. Yeah. I was pushing boundaries. I was like really wanted to get that content. <laughs> so I kept doing it. And they they were like, like they pretty much had all the security guards like looking out for this for us and we were like dodging them and then still trying to get more footage yeah it was just uh, and then I, your dumb, dumb ass fucking kid. posted it yeah you're like i'm never gonna get caught and then you post it no like, i knew i was gonna get caught but i was like <laughs> fuck i have the video yeah. footage i'm gonna use it so you got evicted and then you had to move in next door and then eventually you just moved straight up back to jersey and bought your first home yeah yeah i had a couple apartments i i, I went from 1600 to the place next door to um actually back to 1600 Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, and then got kicked out of there again simply because I wasn't supposed to yeah. be there. I was living in a different apartment. Um, it wasn't under my name. Yeah. And then I moved to West Hollywood area, got a place there. Never got kicked out of that place. That's good. But, yeah, I had to. Uh, I ended up moving back home just simply because my mental state was terrible. Yeah, I feel you. I feel like a lot of YouTubers, and me, myself, we all went through a struggle last year specifically. Yours was a little bit before that. I think you, you moved out two years ago, yeah? Like a, I would say like a year and a half. Was it motivating for you to purchase your first home? It was cool. Um, definitely, I feel as if a little rushed. Um, yeah. I wasn't, I, I wasn't sure what I was doing. I didn't know. Well, here's I, my question. Why would you buy a house next to your parents' house? Because if I was – the whole reason I would be in Jersey is to be next to them, and I Got didn't want to live in their house simply because, like, my dad, um, he goes to work really early he wakes up like 4 a.m right, so right. he's going to bed like 7 8 p.m and i'm still wanting to like make content at that time right. so i couldn't do that at the house i was like can't, i couldn't wait to move into my house i bought it and i had to wait like a couple months before i, I was even able to move in because we refurnished it we like ripped out the entire kitchen replaced it um and uh so i had to wait it was a waiting process well, one of the cool things about you is that you always incorporate your family and you kind of were a family channel without like most family channels these days are like you know a husband and a wife with these little kids like yeah. you know you have the ace family of kyler and mad you have cole and sav all these family channels of young families but you were like an og family channel yeah but like edgier content and you were like 100%. the kid and pushing your parents boundaries pushing your grandma's boundaries yes what made you come up with the idea to be like hey i'm gonna incorporate my family in these videos and and why would you do that so because um, that's personal you know what i'm saying yeah when i when i first started on vine you know, I started recording like little video clips with my grandma and people seem to have really liked her. So I started doing more of that. I started pranking her. People really love those Did, videos. Was it strategic at start or were you just having fun? No, I was just having fun. Okay. Yeah. Because um, I could never prank my grandma. I'd be like f afraid to have like a heart attack or something like that. Yeah. I mean, dude, I, I say this a lot. A lot of the time she like pranks me, but I can right. never record it. Okay. She like after after messing with her so much she she starts to get me back right right and there's very minimal times where i can actually catch it on camera because she'll she'll sometimes try to like sneak it in when she knows i'm recording but i don't know there there's been a few times where she's gotten me good though um but yeah i've i've always just kept my family in my videos i was you know just wanted to keep it as real as i could um people have seemed to have liked it so i i always just stuck to that right so you started your success started on Vine, or were you big on YouTube before that? Like, did you have? I had, I had a challenge. I had so many different YouTube channels, dude. It okay. was insane. I had like five, and like my last one before making 
a Vine account was a challenge channel that I had with like me and my boy Aiden and like my other friends. How old were you at the time? <sighs> hmm. I don't even know. Maybe like 14, 15. So you didn't have a job. You were just having fun. No, I've never had like a like a, a job. real job per okay. se. I've always done videos online. Um, I fell in love with it. But were you making like eight, any money? Old. Yeah, I made like, I think the most I've ever made in a month from when I was like uh, 14. around that yeah around that age is like 10 to 12k holy like that. shit at so 14 years yeah, old yeah that's insane yeah it was crazy <laughs> um that was like the best month that I had like for a single month but I made decent money it was pretty good that's insane yeah. like yeah 14 years I mean why go work at a normal job or whatever exactly when you're making 10k a month at 14 yeah it's pretty dope so I had like, I had a YouTube channel with like 20k and then we just made like these stupid little challenge videos, like eating hot peppers and 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 the gallon of milk challenge, like making ourselves yeah. throw up and stuff like that. Just doing stupid shit, like yeah. kind of like the jackass mentality. Um, but then you transitioned over to Vine, got huge on Vine. Was it a sad day for you when Vine died? Honestly, dude, no. I, Were it, you over it? I was over it. Because I, I feel like a lot of the creators, the big creators, already left Vine. We got over it quick, yeah. and I feel like um, you know, there, obviously, there's a lot of reasons behind that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just, I, I already saw the, the death of Vine coming. I mean, all of our engagement was lacking hella hard and, right. and we just all, we all felt it. We all knew. It's really cool. And I talked, uh, in the podcast with peaks a few podcasts ago, just about how you're, you've been super smart in your business and always being able to transition and, and always go to the next level. Cause like a lot of people on Vine, when Vine died, their careers died as well. You know, they're like, Oh shit, panic mode. I can't make anything else. Yeah. You know, six second videos. Then Instagram came around with the 15 second videos, but you didn't even go to Instagram. You were, but you went straight to Facebook and yeah. who thought Facebook would be like the thing. And I remember Poppin'. you telling me you were making a little more than 10,000 a month on <laughs> yeah. Facebook back yeah. in the day when no one even knew Facebook you could make money from. I know what made you pop on Facebook and how did you, and you got a lot of people on Facebook. Yeah. So I started, um, I don't know. Maybe it was like a, it was almost a year before Vine officially like died per se. Um, but I, I made a, a prank compilation and I posted on Facebook and it, it took off insanely, dude. Like I think it got, um, I think it got like 10 million views like the first like two or three days. And not even kidding, I think I gained like one to two million followers within those Just days in as two well. Two days. Yeah, which is wild. I've never yeah. grown that fast ever on a social media platform. So that was really interesting. And then I found out ways to monetize it. Um, and I was making really good money on there. And then that's why I, when I moved into my very first apartment in Hollywood, I literally picked the biggest apartment. Yeah, you did. Like out of everyone. Yeah. So it was, it was really cool. What was your rent a month? 6,500. Holy That was shit. the most I've ever paid for any apartment <laughs> ever. Isn't that insane guys? Like six, you, you were spending over 75 grand a year on rent. Yeah. Throwing pretty away. Pretty wild. That just goes to show you how much you were making at the time. But obviously now you have your own house. Um, but yeah, yeah. So Facebook and, and Facebook didn't even have ads at the time you were doing like Dipley articles. Yeah. And I was doing article links and, um, sometimes like some product placements, but mostly articles is where I was making the do. And then, uh, so Facebook transition, everybody started getting on it right after you did Logan, yeah. Logan Yo, nobody, hopped on, nobody Peaks believed hopped on, in it. Max Jr. Hopped on. I remember everyone hopped on and then started blo They're like, Holy shit. Like Facebook popping. Well, yeah, nobody believed in it. And then, you know, once once they saw me popping on there, they kind of like rode the train. Which is you don't get but a lot I of credit for. Them. I yeah, did help. Of course. Pretty much everyone, actually. You did. So, yeah. So like Peaks, I mean, he even said it himself. He's like, you know, Lance helped me out. He showed me what to do. Um, I saw that podcast. Yeah. Thank you for the nice yeah. comments yeah. as well. Well, that's um, what I said in the podcast. People don't give you a lot of credit, you know, and, and you 
are always ahead of the curve when it comes to these next platforms and what's blowing up and what's happening with other creators and getting them on board. Yeah. How did you figure that out? Because I know I would go in your apartment sometimes and you're just always researching, always looking at algorithms and like analytics and stuff. What made you so dedicated into like the business number aspect of like Facebook, for example? Um, I mean, I saw I saw how easy it was to pop on there. I saw how much more engaging it was. Um, and it's crazy because Facebook has like a billion like right. daily active users or something. That's wild for a platform. Um, I'm getting really hot. I'm taking this off. Yeah, it's all right. The lights are oh, it's glistening. Right. Glisten. I'm going to start sweating. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm at the gym right now. Um, but yeah, Facebook was just the move for me at the time. So I was sticking with that. I mean, I'm still going hard on other platforms, Instagram, um, Vine. I was even still posting on there, even though I was dying. Really? Okay. Um, and I started getting into like YouTube vlogging as well, which is pretty cool. Right. So I wanted to transition over to that. So when YouTube vlogging started to become a thing, you were, again, ahead of the curve. You yes. started doing it. And this motherfucker is like coming over to me. He's like, bro, daily vlogging is going to be the next big thing. And I was working for Logan at the time. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, there's no way. Dude, like, he didn't believe in it either. Yeah, he didn't I believe in it. I told him, either. bro. I told him. He's like, nah, nah. And I was like, all right. Lance is like, he's, Lance is getting like 5,000 views a video. And I'm like, bro, you're wasting your time. Like, and then you're like, nah, trust me, bro. Like a month goes by, homie's getting like 200,000 a video and then yeah. 500,000 and then a million. And I'm like, holy shit, this dude is fucking insane. And <laughs> like, what I admire about you is when you put your mind to something, you do it. And that's, that seems to be the case with anything in your life. Yeah. Like you got out of shape and then you're like, fuck man, I got to get in shape. And now you're shredded, mixed shreddy. Thank you, bro. This is actually <laughs> the leanest I've ever been in my life. I've, I've been, I'll throw a, a picture up on the screen of a before and after of Lance right now. Just to thank you, insane. Brother. Yeah. And it got me going too, by the way. We'll, we'll touch on that a little bit later. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, yeah, that is true though. I, whenever I set my mind to something, I don't give it like 80%. I give it more than 100% every single time. And I've noticed whenever I've tried to give, um, for example, when I was doing my whole fitness transformation thing, I was giving the gym and my work effort to myself like 80%. And then I was still giving like my actual work and my and my YouTube and my vlogging like 20% of the time and I just realized that if I want to get to like my goals quicker I got to give it a way more than 100% right. to that one specific thing I've always noticed in life whenever I try to focus on like more than one thing at one time it doesn't work out the way I want it to right and that's and I, and it frustrates me social media is shifting right now in the sense of like you can't really just do one thing either like you can't just be a YouTuber anymore. You can't just be a Facebook or you can't just be an Instagram or like you have to be able to be versatile and do different platforms because like, what if, for example, Vine dies, you know, yeah. what if Instagram died? Like it's scary for bro. a lot of people on Instagram, the algorithm changed for whatever reason. It changes so all the much. time. It like changes a, algorithm. And then a lot of creators, they kind of get screwed. Yeah. And it's like, damn, you really have to build that fan base on other platforms to be able to push because you know you're not popping to the top of the feed anymore and your story views drop like I used to get like 700 800,000 views on an Instagram story yeah. in 24 hours and then one day I go on and I throw up a story and it's got like 140,000 views I have a question are your story views like extra low right now hella low S- dude, me too I'm thinking I'm like going crazy but here's <laughs> the thing bro my Snapchat views like when that whole th- Snapchat thing happened and they started, um, you know, Kylie Jenner made the tweet and there was like all this chaos going on about it. My views dropped really low on there because people stopped using right. it because of the new update. And dude, I'm getting like th- four times the amount of views on my Snapchat story right now. Like I'm getting like s- like a million of views, uh, like over a million views sometimes. I don't know what it is about Instagram stories that are that 
that the the reach dropped. I think maybe like when I when I look at an Instagram story, for example, I feel like a lot of creators and I'm victim to it as well. We just sit on Instagram story and we promote. We're like, hey guys, swipe up, yeah. watch this. Hey guys, new video, it new podcast. A, yeah. It's very spammy. Like, go watch my shit, buy my merch. I feel like Snapchat's more intimate. It's like kids go on there to like get their streaks going, and it's like you're posting stuff on there, not really as spammy. Yeah, hundred percent. As Instagram, that's my philosophy. But then I also have like other theories about. Instagram. Yeah, I mean, I kind of like repost things from my Snapchat that I have on my Insta story, and vice versa. Right. It's very rare when I have like things that are just like specific towards Snap or. Or towards Insta. Um, but yeah, dude, it's really weird because like my views are super low on Insta stories. Is that so. something that affects you mentally? Because I know you've had a tough time. Bro. And you've been open about your mental state. Um, yeah, my mental state's all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucked. <laughs> Yo, guys, pardon the interruption again. This episode is also brought to you by Audible, audible.com. I've also mentioned them on the podcast before. I'm hooking you guys up with a free 30-day trial when you go to audible.com backslash large or you could text large to five zero zero five zero zero if you guys like to read well it's it gets even better because you could just listen just like you guys listen to this podcast get any title you want three titles every month one audiobook and two audible originals i've talked about it many times and my favorite book right now is the subtle art of not giving a fuck you guys suggest you guys listen to it whether you're at the gym whether you're at home whether you're on your commute wherever it is that you're on the go that's audible.com backslash large for a free 30-day trial or you could text large to five zero zero five zero zero get at it but it's good that you share it because yeah and i think people i think think it's good that people understand that and they don't think that like we're these unbreakable like creatures yeah Yeah. but we're human (laughs) at the end of the day i don't give a fuck who comes off online as as like they're an absolute beast and they can handle life in every single situation because it's not the truth right like they're just portraying an image of their their self that they want people to see um but dude like i like to be real with my fans my followers um so they see every side of me. They see when I'm going manic. They see when I'm clearly not in the right mental state and I need some time to myself to like collect my thoughts and 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 try to figure out who I am as a person. Um, but yeah, I mean, dude, the numbers used to affect me so much. Like I would stress my entire day if my views weren't a certain amount. And I, I'm, I'm still overcoming it a little bit, but I, I've learned that like I can't live my life feeling that I need validation from others or mm-hmm. validation in terms of how many views I get. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, this video didn't do the greatest, whatever. Let's try to move on. Um, look forward to the next video, see what we can do better to improve. Yeah, I feel you. And I told you to read this book. It's called the subtle art of not giving a fuck. I've yes. talked about it before. I'm actually having the author on my podcast in a couple of weeks, which I'm really excited that's for. Dope. And that's something that reading this book changed my perspective on me on, on like the validation from other people and like, at what point is it enough, right? You, you yeah. have a house, you have an R8, you have these nice things, you know what I'm saying? At what point do you tell yourself like, okay, cool, like I'm content, like I don't need to get more than yesterday, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it does reach a point in this career and a lot of people don't understand, right? Like a lot of people see that exponential growth. There are valley peaks and valleys in this career. Even you in know? your life, dude, my, my life. life is full of peaks and valleys constantly every day. It's like I will have the best day of my life today and then tomorrow I will feel like the shittiest human being to ever exist. It's so weird. Yeah, and you could look at someone, the biggest guy, Pete Pie. Yeah. Pie. Yeah. Like he was huge. Oh, and then where'd he go? Right. And now it's 2018, 2019. He's subbed to Pootie Pie. Like yeah. everyone's like Pootie Pie, Pootie Pie. It's like he kind of, you know, plateaued for a little bit. And then he it, bounced but, hard. But yeah, he was still getting millions of views, yeah. obviously, but he wasn't getting what he was getting. But it's just like you reach a point where it's like you just got to be content with what you're doing. And 
I like that you're open about your mental state. Have you ever sat down or bre- tried to break it down? Like, hey, why am I feeling this way? Not to get too like um, into it. So, I mean, to the world or to myself? To yourself. Yes. So many times, dude. Um, sometimes, like I question myself. I'm like, what the fuck is my purpose? Like, why am I here? What What am I supposed to be doing? Like, I know I love to entertain. I've always right. loved to entertain. But like, I don't have like almost like self-love. And that's what, something I've been trying to learn, especially since like my breakup, which uh-huh. I don't really want to get into. I'm no, sure we won't you, talk. About, I'm hey, sure you don't want to hey, either. We're both fresh off the yeah. <laughs> the relationship. What up, ladies? How you doing? <laughs> Come through. <laughs> nah, but um, yeah, man, I just I, I'm trying to figure out how to be happy with myself, and I I think for the longest time I've I've sucked seeked validation sucked. <laughs> <I> sucked. <laughs> I've, I've seeking validation throughout um you know my social media numbers and and even being in my my previous relationship you know i i've never taken the time to like truly find out what i like to do as a person what i love like what makes me happy um self-love you can't because you can get caught up in all this stuff bro you can get caught up in the fame you can get caught up in the money you can get caught up in the numbers you can get caught up in the relationship yeah and that's something that i've learned i've been what single for a month i read this book and i've just like for me to because because at the same time i was not self-love like i didn't have any self-love i was so focused on trying to fix my career trying to fix all these things but i wasn't trying to fix me you know what i'm saying i'm like why am i unhappy well it's like i didn't look like i didn't like when I got out of the shower and I looked at myself in the mirror and I, I looked the way I look because I got the biggest I'd ever been. Yeah, man. And I was like, fuck, man, I really got to change this. It literally happened to me, bro. Yeah. Like, I swear, like, this is going to sound cocky, but I mean, in a sense, you kind of have to be like this. I looked at myself in the mirror one day and I was like, I'm tired of looking like this. I swear to God on my life, I am going to be, I, I'm going to try my hardest to look like one of the sexiest men alive. Like, <laughs> I'm going to literally put so much effort into my physical care, not only like my body, the way I eat, even my like my facial care, my hair care. I was losing my hair. I was literally going bald. Um, <laughs> very bad. Genetically, it sucks. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but but like, I, I'm improving. Like I'm actually right. I'm taking care of myself now, like very hard. I'm trying to work on myself in every way possible. That way, you know, that gives me confidence, obviously. And then um just simply just I want to feel comfortable in my own skin. And it sounds cliche, but it's so true. Like I'm already starting to feel so much better about myself. I've lost 26 pounds. I talked about it on the Congrats, last man. podcast. Thank you. Um, you just it just starts with you every yeah. single day you wake up. It starts with you. You know, am I going to be a good person today? Am I going to do good today? Sorry. I'm like, yeah, the hiccups. <laughs> like, and if you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, like that sets the tone for the rest of the day. Or you could tell yourself, hey, I'm going to turn this day around. And it's like, for me, setting a goal for myself, what I did, I was like, I'm going to wake up every single day at 5.30 in the morning. And I and the re- and people were DMing me like, why are you getting up so early? Like, what's the point of getting up so early? There's no point to doing it. The only reason I set the goal for myself to get up at 5.30 in the morning was because I knew it was hard. Yeah. And if I started my day accomplishing a very difficult task of waking up at 5:30, yeah. when no one else in the house is up, no one else is up at all, then I'm then I'm like, all right, I, I've already accomplished one thing. And then I make my bed. I've accomplished two things. And then I make breakfast, that's three things. And then I'm at the gym by 6:15 and I and I get back at 8 a.m. 
my roommates are still sleeping. A lot of people are still sleeping. I've already accomplished four to five things before 8 a.m. Exactly, dude. And that's what I was starting my day. And I'm like, fuck, yeah. Like, I got the whole day ahead of me. Whereas before I'd sleep till, you know, 9, me 10 a.m., shower, go eat breakfast, uh, go get lunch. And by the time it was 2 p.m., I'm starting my vlog or I'm starting yeah. to work. And it's like, I'm six hours ahead of that every single day now. That's awesome because I've actually started to do the same thing. When I first started this whole diet, bro, I was waking up like 6 a.m. We'd go to the gym. I'd, I'd make my meals. Um, by the way, I just started cooking on my own as of Ooh. recently. Because like I would... So uh, ladies really come wiping yeah. <laughs> I, I I've learned so much about not only like myself, but like how to do things over the course of the past like month and a half, two months. Um, before I would literally just go out and buy food every morning, lunch, dinner, whatever it like was. Like out, take out, yeah. Panda and it was Express. bad, bro. I was eating like three to four thousand calories a meal. Like I was going in. That's why I was getting chubby. I was like really not liking the way I look. I'm eating like twenty five hundred calories a day now. Okay. Um, still, but I'm still eating like yeah. five to six meals yeah, yeah. though, smaller portions. But yeah, dude, I feel you hundred percent. Like just going about your your day differently and your your mental state is everything, bro. I don't give a fuck about my, like, okay, I do care about my <laughs> physical form, right. right? But everything is mental in life. If you want something in life, it's all mental. Um, as long as you set yourself goals and believe in yourself, you can literally do anything. And I try to tell this to people all the time, and they always have excuses as to why they can't do something. Right. You know, I can't do this because of this reason. I can't, like, stop with the fucking excuses and, right. and just focus on that one specific thing that you want in life, and you'll get there. That's a... Uh so so interesting. I was at Playlist Live and a little fan came up to me and they're like, hey, like I've been making YouTube videos, but like they're not doing well. And like, like, I just don't think I have what it takes or I don't like it's like they're not like, you know, like they're not good enough. Like all this stuff. I go, who's telling you that? And she's like, well, this is I go, no, no. Who's telling you that? And she's like, well, I guess I am. And I'm like, there you go. Like everything starts with you. If yeah. you believe that you can accomplish something, something like you can, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's so easy once you believe in yourself. And that's yeah. the advice that I give to people. And something I read in this book, it was like about a baby, for example. Um, a baby sees everybody walking and it can't walk, right? And it falls down how many times for how many years? And then never at any point does this baby go, you know what? I don't think walking's for me. I'm yeah. just going to crawl the rest of my life. Yeah. No, the baby hasn't developed that part of the brain yet that we have, right? So like when we try something, when we try vlogging, when we try Facebook, when we try Instagram, and we don't get that instant gratification that we see other people getting, we immediately tell ourselves, you know what? Maybe this shit's not for me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's a shame because it's so true, dude. Like, um, yeah, you could literally do anything you set your mind to. And and just because something takes long doesn't mean it's never going to happen. For example, I was making videos for five, six years before Vine came around. People don't see that. was like my big break. Yeah, yeah, people think it's like an overnight success. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah. Like, you don't even see all the effort and time that I've put behind this. Like, right. people would be out partying in high school, and I'm sitting there in my room on my computer. Like, my parents didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> They're like, they, he's watching porn! Probably, right? They, they, You're like, they, it was in there sometimes, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know what I was doing with my life. They were, like, yeah. so confused. But, you know, I was working on myself and, like, who I wanted to be and what I wanted to do. And, yeah, uh, and, and sometimes you have to remind yourself, too, once you get down the line what were you doing back then, right? Because we tend to not work as hard once we accomplish things. That is true. And it's yeah. like, we got to look back and say, like, for me, for example, what I had to do is like, damn, when I was at 1600 Vine, 
I was working for other people and I was just making videos for fun. Yeah. And that shit was fun. And then it became a job and then it became a pressure. Stressful. But like who was putting the stuff, who was putting the pressure on me? Me. You know what I'm saying? Like I put the pressure on myself because I was like, oh, Lance's daily vlogging, Logan's daily vlogging, Jake's daily vlogging. They're jumping off this. They're filling their pool with that. And I kept comparing, comparing, comparing. I did the same thing, bro. And you can't do that. You can't. You know what I'm saying? You got to stay you in your lane. It drives you insane because you're never going to amount to anything. And it's like, yeah, I, I could have that, but like you got to be thankful for what you do have, right? Yeah, I've had to put a hold on me watching other people's content because of that reason. Of course. And yeah. it's like, and you have to, and you don't remember too that a lot of people look up to you. Yeah. You know, millions of people watch you and you're like, and you're like not happy with yourself because you're watching someone people else that has that, more than you. Yeah, you know bro. It's, I hate, I hate that aspect of, of the way, I guess it's not only me, it's humans in general, the way we human think. nature. Yeah. It's like, you always want the more and more and more and more, more. And you're never content with like what you just have. I'm not saying that nobody is consent. Um, but majority of people, like right. they're always reaching and striving for more, which we all have a flat screen TV, but we still fucking cry every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It doesn't mean it's a bad thing, right? <laughs> yeah. But like when it starts to destroy your mental state, then it's a bad thing. What advice would you give uh, to some newcomer? That's like, Hey, I want to start a podcast. I want to start YouTube, Instagram, all these things. What would you say? Do it. Believe in yourself. Set yourself goals. The most important thing. It's like, listen, you could be doing the same thing every single day and like hope to get to somewhere in a day or, or like in a year's time or whatever it is. But if you don't have that goal set, you're never going to get there because simply you don't even know what you're reaching for. Um, not only that, but like just keep your head up. People are going to say some shit at the end of the day. Just learn to ignore them. It's the best thing you can do. Um, this is a really good example I like to give people. For example, if somebody was calling you a, say somebody was calling you a living, pe- like you're, you're a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. They said that to you every single day. If you start to believe them, you will literally start to become that yep, because you're yep. believing it. It's yeah. like these people are literally changing your mindset. Or if so, you project it. Exactly. If you think you're a piece of shit, you're going to become a piece of shit. Yes, you know <laughs> exactly. So the more you start thinking on the positive side of things and not let other people's, um, sayings or, or whatever whatever people say to you get in the way you'll be way more successful and happy that way i i personally i don't even watch tv bro me either i think there's a lot of brainwashing that goes on media yep, yeah of course it's fake all, news and i've talked about this all the time like i hate the fact that like the news is driven by you know and this is why i got out of it i went to school for it violence and yep. and fear and all these things you lead with stories like wreckage and all this like chaos right because it's so out of the ordinary car crashes all these things that like don't happen often and it's like it instills fear in you and there's no pot there's really no pot like if you watch the news there's barely any positive. there's barely any positive and yeah. if there is it's like two to three stories and you're not going to remember the positive because it's outweighed so drastically by the negative yeah because that's all people want to see though and that that's people, all people want to see on want youtube they want that shock factor they want the drama so let me get into that yeah how do you maintain like you were clickbait as fuck all like <laughs> All, you know what I'm saying? Like flat uh, out. Yeah. But you embrace it, right? You yeah. know you clickbait the hell out of everything. Yeah, 100%. Why do you do that? And how do you like overcome people being like, let's fucking be fucking clickbait. Let's clickbait. be real, bro. How the fuck else are you going to make it on that platform? No, I agree. Yeah. How are you going to make it on YouTube when you don't clickbait? I mean, look, not saying it's Unless impossible. Unless you have the ins at YouTube. Yeah, not, yeah. <laughs> and I'm getting trending every single video like some of these people. Yeah. <laughs> I interrupt this podcast to let you know that this episode is also brought to you by Vistaprint. I've mentioned them many times on the podcast before. Uh, the importance, guys, of having a business card when you meet someone, giving that piece of 
paper. They got tons of stock. You guys can upload your own custom designs or they can design something for you on the website. Choose your delivery speed order and receive your cards in as few as three days. They use only the best inks, only the best stocks. Your satisfaction guaranteed 100% or they'll make it right by reprinting your order or refunding it. That's uh, They want you to be able to own the now in any situation, which is why our listeners will get 500 High quality custom business cards starting at $9.99. Just go to vistaprint.com slash large. That's vistaprint.com slash large. One more time, vistaprint.com slash large. Go get your stock. Um, well, anyway, it, it's very hard to pop off on a platform unless you're, you're, you know, you're somehow people want to click on your videos. Obviously, a lot of people clickbait, um, very well known people. Mm-hmm. Um, and Essentially, it's almost necessary. Not saying it's a hundred percent necessary, but if you want that that quick growth, it's a it's a it's a better way to draw people into your content. Mm-hmm. You know, look if you have good clickbait and you have great content, people are going to subscribe. Right. If you have great clickbait and shitty content, people aren't going to subscribe. Right. I feel you. How do you uh, how do you maintain being a leader? Because I know you're at the top of your thing, and you have a lot of people you take under your wing. They come and they go, as, yeah. as a lot of people do. How do you maintain being a leader and not really depending on other people to motivate you and you wake up every single day and like, all right, I got to take today on. Yeah, dude, I'm always, I feel like I'm always the one motivating people and maybe it's That's just, what I'm saying. Yeah, cause maybe like even going to the gym, like you don't rely on other people to go to the gym. You go, you're like, Hey, you're the guy that's like, yo, Jim, yo, yeah, eat healthy. hundred percent. How do you maintain being a leader? I don't know, dude. I'm just, I think it just comes natural. Um, I... I just know that whenever I set my mind to something, I want it, I'm going to get it. And it's like, if there's other people there that have like the same energy or it's people that I'm always trying to help out, that, that's my issue. I'm always trying to help other people out. And sometimes it, when it, were you it, born? What's your, it drains me. What's your sign? I'm a Gemini. So I have okay. two personalities. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I'm also like a day. You know, it's interesting. I, I guess I'm supposed to get along with Gemini's as a Libra. Oh, really? But I'm like the same as you. Like I'm always like trying to help out other people. Like yeah. I want other people to be happy and that makes me happy. But like, yeah, it could you can be taken advantage of. Yeah, bro, people mistake my happiness. Your kindness for weakness. My, yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, that's something I, I I always do that, bro. I literally took so much time out of my days um, to help other people grow on social media and, and literally help them create a business for themselves and a career mm-hmm. when I could have been putting all the effort to myself. And then, you know, a lot of the times you get screwed over. Right, you sucks. can't help people that don't want to help themselves. Yeah, it's you like you saying? can't bring a, a horse to water or yeah. whatever, whatever that's saying <laughs> You is. can bring a horse to water, but you can't... It, I don't know. You can't force it to drink, to drink something, it. Something, something like that. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. We're just trying All to come up analogies. with as many analogies <laughs> as possible. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's that's something too that do you ever put too much pressure on yourself where you're like, like say you're having a bad day, right? Yeah. This happened to me because I, I see myself as a leader. I see myself as the person that's like, hey, let's go do this. Let's go do that. Yeah. Do you ever feel like people depend on you too much? Yeah. Yeah, it's happened a lot. But I- does that get you down? No, it doesn't get me down. Um, you know, I like helping people. So at the end of the day, it doesn't really bother me too much. But like when people depend on me a little bit too much, I then like I've, I've learned this as of recently. I didn't know this before. I, I start to distance myself okay. and I need to because if not, they're going to drain me of like all right. my energy yeah. and like like I feel it, bro. I get anxiety from it. Um, funny story. Uh, you know, I. I my sister, you know, I, I've helped her on social media as well. She was, she needed some pictures. Like she wanted me to help her get pictures. And I took like three weeks off from posting anything on social media. Like I would post every once in a while, but like no vlogs or anything. Mm-hmm. And she, um, she asked me one day, she's like, Hey, I need pictures. Can you help me out? I was like, yeah, I can help you. But like, let, wait till I'm done this whole thing that I'm doing. Um, 
wait till I come back to actually working again. She's like, but I need them, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Bray, like I can't do it right now. It literally gave me anxiety. It made, yeah, yeah. It, it, it literally Her made me Her problem became your problem. Yeah. It like made me reminisce on like when I would have all these people under me asking me to do stuff for them. And it was just like draining me, dude. And I couldn't, I couldn't focus on myself or my own needs or own worries. No, so. I feel you. I feel you a hundred percent. What's been your favorite video? Let's shift gears. Let's be a little more positive. Uh, what's been your favorite video you've ever created and, and why, or what types of videos are your favorite videos that you've created? Uh, the prank videos with me and my grandma, just simply because every time I watch them, I laugh. There's one vine specifically that I always crack up so hard at. Um, I'm in the car with my grandma. This is like a very early on vine that I made, by the way, it's like the first year of me doing vine. I pull up to a weight limit sign. I'm like, it says weight limit four tons. I'm like, Grandma, there's a weight limit. You gotta get out of the car. And she's like, What the fuck? Are you saying? Like, what do you, what do you, what are you saying? I'm like, like pretty much calling her fourth, fourth eight thousand pounds. Yeah. <laughs> so she freaks out. She's cursing me off. Um, very simple video, but I thought it was very funny. Um, my grandma actually got me back one time where she, I gave her a launch of my M4, and I've done this before with multiple cars, um, and. I, I launched the car and she acts like she passes out and I didn't know if she was faking or, or being serious at first. Um, she wasn't responding to me. So I pull over the car. I'm like freaking out. I think, I don't know if she like passed out, had mm-hmm. a heart attack, whatever the case was. Um, I get out of the car. I try to open the door to like, like get her seatbelt unbuckled and everything. And the, the fucking cord, the car door is locked on the other side. Oh, so I go back around. I like try unhooking her seatbelt and then she like wakes up, like scares me. And I'm in like literally panic mode, like like breathing, hyperventilating. Um, I was about to call the ambulance. I was really freaked out. So she got me really good on that. But um, yeah, I mean, I just I think the videos of my grandmoms or my grandma is is mm-hmm. like always the funniest ones for me. T- take the videos away. Take the money away. Take the business away. Would you still be making videos if you weren't making money from it? Hundred percent. I've always had a passion for it. I've always loved entertaining. Even as a little kid, my, my, my parents have like video footage of uh, me as a, as a kid. And I would just do the stupidest things just to like embarrass myself, just to make others laugh. I've never really cared about being embarrassed. Um, I'll get embarrassed, but I won't let it affect me because I know um, there's greater value in making people laugh and make people's day than right. To see myself embarrassed. That's something too that I I just actually I just thought about it because I was I was gonna ask the question like Are you happy that you vlogged your life? Because I was thinking about like when I'm sixty, when I'm seventy, it's gonna be so nostalgic to look back at my vlogs. Yeah, and right. Be like, wow, that's what I was doing. And like, and the reason I asked that question, it's like if you guys want to become a YouTuber, if you want to start doing something, you can't be doing it because you want the the Louis Vuitton, you want the Gucci, you want, like, you got to do it because you really love it. And, like, I was thinking about that. It's like, if I wasn't doing this, I think I would still make videos because the fact that I have, like, a memory bank and, like, it's just, like, it's cool. cool. It's you know so what I'm cool. saying? Like, for, I'm going to be able to show my kids one day, you know, right. like what I did or how I looked, like, when I was younger. It's, it's really cool and interesting. Um, it's really funny because... My dad, low key, was like a vlogger, but he wasn't. Like he, he would always like record me and my, uh, me and my sister as kids. Just always, dude, always having the camera out. So I feel like I almost like inherit, inheritantly picked up that skill right. from him. That's really something weird. I think about too, because I filmed my parents, obviously, and like something that I look back on and wish, like that I was, you know, I knew my grandparents till I was fourteen, fifteen, um, and my other uh, grandma more recently passed away, but like my kids aren't going to be able to to see how they were. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like it's cool that like 
my kids kids yeah are gonna be able to be like well here's your you know great grandma here's your great grandpa dude i can't like, even imagine the type of technology they're gonna have during that day and but age. it's cool because it's like you could see generationally now yeah exactly like now whereas like back in the day we had to like look at these shitty ass black and white photos mm-hmm. it's like oh that's your grandpa he was in the army yeah and that's where it ends you know yeah there's no personality yeah. to it you can't see but you now it's like in in fifty or in seventy, eighty, hundred, two hundred years, that's your great grandpa. Look at that video of him riding yeah. a motorcycle. You know what I'm saying? And you know what's so crazy, dude? If you think about it, our videos, especially like the ones that have gone viral, timeless, 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 bro. There's gonna be people a hundred years from now probably watching one of the videos of me and my grandma. Like that's so weird to think about and like fathom. Like that's just so surreal. It's on there forever. Yeah, man. Do you ever worry that it's on there forever? <laughs> no, I think I think whatever I post, I'm always comfortable with. Do you think? All right, this is you don't have to answer this question. I just thought of this because like, mo- me and you were very public about our relationships. Yeah. They're out there. The videos are out there. What we did and and stuff. Do you think the next relationship we're in is going to be hard because the girl is going to be able to be like, well, I saw what you did for this person. <laughs> you don't do that for me. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I haven't thought about that, dude. Honestly, it's like, I'm in like such a weird position with the whole like relationship thing because it's like when I first got out of my relationship instantly, I was like, I was like, I I, I didn't have like self-love and Mm self-care. So I, um, like instantly felt like I needed to be with someone again to Mm -hmm. like fill that void. Fill that void. Yep. And it sucks. It was like a weird feeling. It's not healthy though. It's not healthy at all. Not healthy. You got to endure pain to grow. You you know, it's like when you're lifting weights I'm going to give you this analogy and you can finish like you can have two guys lifting weights, a bodybuilder and another guy. They're lifting the same amount of weight and the guy that doesn't go to the gym can lift it up and it, it starts to hurt. And he's like, all right, I quit. But the bodybuilder knows that that pain is what gets you that muscle, man. Exactly. That's what that's how you grow. You have and to like that's it. something I learned, too, because I was similar. I was like, fuck, man, I'm sitting in bed alone watching movies alone. I'm fucking lonely. You start overthinking. Start overthinking. You're like, I you wish get they were anxiety. here. But then, you know, that pain makes you so much stronger. It does. It, it truly does. So that's something that I had to overcome. You know, finally, like I, my relationship um, started in high school, you know, right, that's a long time. And like she lived out in L.A. with me, mm-hmm. like she moved out here with me. So like I never really got the time where like my main like like going through puberty and stuff. I was with her, right. you know, I, I never had any alone time by myself. I was in a relationship for five years. That so feels. it was very weird to come out of that right. and to like automatically just be alone. Cause you're not used to it. It's all not you used know. to it at all. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know, dude, I just had like this weird feeling that like I needed to be with someone, but as time grew, you know, I, more and more every day, I realized that like, I need to love myself first right. before I'm able to love somebody else. Yeah, and that's, that's what's really most good. important. That's, that is really important. And I'm yeah. glad, I'm actually glad that, you know, I spent my high school years, I spent my college years as single. Yeah. You know, my Probably last best. relationship was my first relationship. And I'm glad that I got to live out those years single because I, I'm not like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like I got out of my relationship and I'm like, all right, I went 24 years not single. Like, I can do this. I know yeah. I can do this versus you were like. I've been in a relationship <laughs> through all this time. It was like all I knew, dude. And it was really weird to come out of a situation like that. But Right. Your next relationship, are you going to have it on social media? Or are you going to keep that shit silent? Dude, I, I don't even know. Like, that's such like a question that I, I feel like I have to ask myself when the time comes. I feel you. Um, it really depends. I, I don't feel like, I truly feel that in my heart, I'm not going to get into another relationship until like I know that it's the one. Yeah, I feel you. You know, like I'll, I'll, I'll 
date around like I'll see other girls and stuff like that but like until I know for a fact that like this is the person I want to be with for the rest of my life then no right yeah. that, that time will come yeah I'm uh there's a lot of added pressure when you ha- when you have a relationship on social media. You oh got, my god! Got tons Tell of people commenting it, on it. So every single day I get comments like, "Yo, get back with her." I'm like, "Yo, dude, like you just don't." <laughs> You're like, get "It's it. been months." <laughs> it's, like, it's like you just don't get it. Yeah, like, just things were and not it's, working. That's that's the thing too. It's like, and I always try to tell this to people like fans that are like, one, they're not in a situation. Yeah, and not only that, but like. A lot of the times, it's like the kids that don't understand, and you know, they don't understand, right? They'll get it when they get older. Uh huh. And two, it's like, are you gonna publicly, for example, say your brother or your sister just gets out of a relationship? Are you gonna be vocal about it on social media? Are you gonna comment on your sister's photo, like, get back with <laughs> yeah, him? Right? I love him. like no, that's like a personal thing that you you don't speak about. You, you know gonna, what I'm saying? My 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 two cents on this is I think a lot of the times when people watch our videos, they almost don't treat us as like human beings. Mm-hmm. They treat us as like this character online. It's really weird cuz like I've had people come up to me they're like, "You're real?" <laughs> like, "What do you mean I'm yeah, I'm real. I'm a real <laughs> human being." Like they think it's like fake. And it's funny because right. I actually had like a perception of that when I was a little kid as well. Like like is this person real? Like I just didn't know as a foolish little yeah. kid. But yeah, I, I I think they think that it's all like like just like the facade. Well, it's like not it, real. it is. It's a it's a caked up version of ourselves. True. Like this is a real conversation. We right? entertain. We We're don't talk. We don't talk like this on our vlog. No, that's why I enjoy. We're doing all the like podcast. yelling. Yeah, and like, exactly. Like what up, guys? How you guys doing today? Right. Today we're doing this. Jumping in pools full yeah. of slime. Uh. Yeah. No one does that on a daily basis. Yeah. No. <laughs> but that's why I do enjoy doing a podcast because I can actually have real conversations with people. Yeah. And sit on a couch now, which actually I really like this couch. Yeah, so I'm glad it's we pretty went comfy. This. It's very comfy. Um, and just talk and share it with people like a real intimate conversation about real shit. And I don't leave anything out. I don't, you know, beep out the curse words. Like I know it's not good for you too, but like, Oh at the end yeah, of the day- bro. You don't even, <laughs> Oh, that's so bad. I literally had to bleep out almost every curse yeah. when I'm my videos, dude, even words as simple as like the word hit or mm. punch, bro. You get like flagged for it. And I'm like, now you get I'm flagged like, for I people's not- comments. Yeah. Oh my God. That's even a whole nother story, man. It's, it's, so if it's, you guys are watching, please leave a very positive comment. Yeah. So I don't, so that doesn't happen. Smash um, that thumbs up button. Too. <laughs> um, but anything else you want to add? Anybody to anybody listening? Any advice you want to give or, you know, Just promote anything of yours? I don't need to promote anything. It's okay. Thank yeah. you, bro. Um, but no, nah, dude, at the end of the day, for anyone out there, just like believe in yourself with any, anything you go into. And, um, when you find that one thing you want to do, literally give it a hundred percent, hundred and twenty, hundred. Give it way more than a hundred percent because when you start focusing on multiple things at once, you're scatterbrained and you don't know exactly what you want, and you're not gonna get to where you want to be as fast as you could. Yeah, yeah, that's some good advice. Hundred percent. Thank you for being on the show, man. I appreciate sure. it. It was a good conversation. It was good to catch up with you and you like well, talk man. about real shit. Yeah. Um, thank you guys for listening if you guys enjoyed this episode please drop a like smash the subscribe button boom you know hit it so hard like harder than you've ever hit it before in your life and I'll see you guys (laughs) next time on living large deuces